I'm Dave Nordman, executive editor of the Telegram Gazette, uh, joined on this voice of business by Tim Murray, CEO and president of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Tim. Well, good, good to be here, Dave. I want to thank our, thank our sponsors, uh, for our sponsor, Fidelity Bank, for returning for 2021 and supporting the, the voice of business as well as our partnership with the Telegram, Dave. Appreciate it, and uh, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you, and uh, with a new year, it you know, it seems uh, as always just a, a new, uh, a new agenda, a, a kind of a restart, but just a another heavy schedule of events by the uh, by the chamber. Yeah, I think uh, you know we, we might have changed the calendar, but some of the, the the major challenges that we face in 2020 still persist, and clearly the COVID-19 health and economic crisis is first and foremost on people's mind, uh, along with the uh, unrest in in Washington D.C. that manifested itself. But uh, as it relates to to the COVID situation on the economic side, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, uh, finally uh, Congress passed the latest relief package, and it's not uh, the easiest name, but uh, it's called the uh, Coronas, uh, Coronavirus Response and Relief Supplemental Appropriations Act. But uh, nonetheless, it includes new funding, another round of funding, Paycheck Protection Program. And uh, the chamber, we've gotten that information out through several platforms, including our special edition email. Uh, this uh, Wednesday, uh, January thirteenth, and, and as we tape, as soon as uh, you know, we'll, as, short, as soon as the Voice of Business ends, we'll have our chamber seminar series, which is sponsored by TD Bank, is going to be with the SBA. Uh, all about the new Federal Relief Act, the Paycheck Protection Program revision and improvements, the expanded eligibility that includes more nonprofits and 501c6s, and that there's preference uh, given to local newspapers, TV, radio, and broadcasters, uh, changes to how, you know, with the first of the year, people are going to start thinking about taxes and how they have to file by April, uh, the uh, uh, the most recent federal bill talks about how to treat utilization of PPP funding in your taxes, as well as the reopening of the uh, Economic uh, Injury Disaster Loan Program, that grant program. Also, there are grants in the bill for theaters and other live venues. The Telegram's done a great job chronicling how you know so many of our uh, arts and cultural venues have been impacted by this, as well as emergency enhancements to traditional SBA lending programs. So there's a lot there, and we're going to go over that on Wednesday, January 10th, excuse me, Wednesday, January 13th at 10. Uh, so please join us for a free virtual seminar if people are interested. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's a great seminar, <clears throat> as they all are. And, you know, if you want more information, you can go to the Worcester Chamber uh, website at worcesterchamber.org. But uh, talk a little bit about the uh, the presenter uh, a, a representative from uh, from the um, U.S. Small Business Administration. Well, we've worked we work very closely with the United States Small Business Administration, which you know falls under the U.S. Secretary of Commerce and uh, our governor down the road uh, to the south, uh, Governor Gina Raimondo from Rhode Island, has been named as President Biden's uh, elect President elect Biden's designee to be the U.S. Secretary of Commerce. Uh, SBA has kind of been known as a small agency, but a very effective agency. It was designed under, I believe, President Truman to help small businesses. And um, it has been a very important program, a critical program throughout this COVID-19. And they've been asked to do 
Herculean work for a small agency and uh, working with our banks and our credit unions through the, to administer the Paycheck Protection Program. We had worked closely with them prior to the COVID-19 crisis. We've worked, we're working even more closely with them now. And Eli Spahu is uh, the Assistant District Director for Lender Relations for the U.S. Small Business Administration, and he'll be our presenter uh, Eli's a, a you know local guy who uh, works hard uh, to really help our businesses, and he's going to be presenting and answering questions. Yeah, and it really is um, as many of the chambers um, programs are geared towards, like like the title says, small businesses, and how small businesses can take advantage of programs like this. Well, Dave, we've talked about it on the segment for the Voice of Business. How in the first round, in particular. You know, some of the paycheck protection program perhaps went to businesses that we th- that otherwise you know we wouldn't think would be utilizing as companies that are well capitalized, national or international in scope, and uh, you know part of that goes to just how the federal government has traditionally defined a small business as being an an employer with 499 employees or less. And I think most people scratch their head and they think of a small business. They think of you know the mom and pop or maybe the you know employer that's got you know 10, 20 employees. And so, you know, we did some analysis on it and uh, have written and met with some of our federal elected officials in the Congress, both in the House and Senate, about, you know, we need to look at maybe changing these definitions. If we really want to help small businesses, let's start with the statutory statutory definition of what a small business is and and have, you know, set-asides for these small businesses. And this most recent round of, of federal relief starts to address some of those things, but we want to see the statutory changes uh, for the long term. Right. And in outlined, you, you mentioned a few of the topics here that are going to be, going to be covered. Uh, they really are applicable to uh, to the some of the smallest businesses, right? I mean, even, even nonprofits. That's right. Um, you know, we... Uh, some some you know organizations were not eligible for the, some of the previous paycheck protection programs because of their their how they were organized as a nonprofit. Um, again, some some businesses were, were just shut out. They didn't have a pre, an existing relationship with a banker, and we saw our disparity. Small businesses didn't get it the way we, people thought or expected and hoped it would. Many minority businesses did not get it the way people hope or expected to. So there are. Some set asides and prioritization that take place in this 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 legislation, and the good news is, this will be the first of you know probably several opportunities for people to engage, ask questions, you know, get things clarified. So we really encourage people to uh, take 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 advantage of this seminar, and uh, you know, Wednesday, January thirteenth at, at at ten a.m. Uh, virtual. Go on the chamber website, WorcesterChamber.org, to register to 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 be a part of it. Yeah, and um, you know these uh, these seminars. I mean, throughout the um, the coronavirus pandemic, many of these seminars have really been not only beneficial to you know the general public, but beneficial to uh, businesses, small and large. Um, so, what else? You know, can we be looking for down the road? I mean, this this addresses you know immediate needs uh, to to folks. But uh, what are some of the things that the chamber is working on uh, for the future? Well, uh, the telegram has been covering the progress with the ballpark, uh, Polar Park, and uh, the fact that uh, we'll be hopefully looking at the 
opening day at some point in the spring with the return of baseball. And uh, at our March Breakfast Club, we're thrilled that the Red Sox are going to be kind of the presenters. So we'll really get a sneak peek. So it's not too early to talk about our our March Breakfast Club. So that'll be coming up. And uh, right now, uh, uh, we'll be putting out our chamber calendar of events. We try to book as many of our programs and events as as early as possible. So we'll be putting out uh, the first, uh, second quarter, and some of the other hold, hold the date uh, on your calendar events uh, fairly soon. So that's uh, one of our big ones. So one is that the March 4th? Yes. Yeah, yeah. so I was, uh, in fact, I was on the Worcester Chamber uh, org website, you know, kind of scrolling through a lot of the events and the breakfast club there. So uh, uh, date and time, obviously 9 o'clock, location Zoom, but uh, so we can fill in the blank there. It's the Worcester Red Sox. Yeah, that's going to be, uh, yeah, so we're, basically turning the program over to them uh, or, or a good part of it to really just give us a comprehensive update. And I think we all expect that by then the schedule, you know, uh, will be set by Major League Baseball and the International League, which is the AAA baseball, which which the Worcester Red Sox are a part of, uh, will align more than likely with that, that opening day. So initially the plan was April. We'll see if that holds. If not, uh, I guess Major League Baseball conceivably could put it back a month or two yeah, and you know we we've had those conversations. Obviously, the Telegram Gazette is a uh, is a founding sponsor of the Worcester Red Sox, and uh, you're right. I mean, if they were to start a little late, uh, if, if MLB were to start a little late, you know, it's um, you know usually the the uh, minor league season wraps up around Labor Day, and like you said, potentially they could maybe go a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, but I think just the idea of baseball and getting out there and uh, you know in a safe, socially distanced way. And the outdoors is something people are looking forward to. We just got to get through the next couple of months. People got to continue to social distance, wear their masks, be smart, and uh, do everything we can to to make sure our hospitals don't get overwhelmed. But uh, you know, the vaccines starting to get out there. Just uh, as we're taping, first responders in Worcester, seventy percent have signed up. So that's an encouraging sign, and hopefully, uh, more progress to come. Yeah, and you know, one last uh, bit of kind of news, kind of looking at the the Worcester Chamber uh, calendar, and uh, you know, one of the things on your agenda uh, in the middle of February, February eleventh, uh, is uh, the annual uh, economic forecast. You yeah. know, uh, it's something that I know uh, us at the newspaper and the media look forward to every year. So, kind of, you know, it, it's a little bit little bit more than a month away. But talk to us about like what does the economy look like in twenty twenty one, and what what. You know, can people, um, you know, registering for that look forward to down the road? Well, I think people of a certain age remember Johnny Carson and his Karnak routine. You know, he would predict the future with a little, a little bit of humor. But uh, you know, it's hard, hard to, I think, for all of us, especially the, the economic devastation that the COVID nineteen crisis has has uh, wrought on on all of us all to know exactly what's going to happen. But this economic forecast is a joint event that the chamber has traditionally done with the Worcester Business Journal. And uh, we usually we have a panelist and, and, a, and a speaker that, that talks about the economy. Uh, I don't know if we've announced it yet, but uh, the spe- we have a, a, a well-known, uh, well-respected lo- local economist. I mean local from Massachusetts and uh, some of the final touches in the program are being put together. But it's an important event and that uh, brings together a lot of it, uh, people in, in finance and uh, investment who make decisions on and give advice on what's happening with the economy. So 
uh, and a lot of good information shared and, and that looks not only at the economy from a macro way, but also in a micro way. What are world events? What do they mean? What do they mean nationally? But then what do they mean for Central Mass? And that's one thing I think people enjoy about this event. Always staying busy, and it and it begins um, at uh, you know I guess depending on when you're listening to this uh, Wednesday morning with uh, another seminar, the webinar series, uh, small business summary of coronavirus response and relief supplemental appropriations act. Krista, Krista, I guess we like cares better, and Heroes was a good act that, that was filed, but but this is the compromise of the Heroes right. Act. Yeah. Focused, uh, focusing a little bit on small businesses. That's Tim Murray, CEO and President of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Uh, thanks, as always, Tim. Thank you, Dave, and thank our sponsor, Fidelity Bank.